Hello, my name is Maria Romine. I'm uh, welcome to At Your Service Mary, a podcast about the Legion of Mary, the legends, and then delving into the handbook with the help of spiritual directors. With me today is Deacon Frank Olmsted, the spiritual director for the Mary Mother of Jesus Curia. And uh, we're going to be focused on prayer today, but I'm going to read from the handbook, the Legio Mari. Um, This is chapter 22, and I'm not going to cover the prayers, but it's all about prayer. So this is chapter 22, the prayers of the Legion. The following are the prayers of the Legion of Mary, divided in the manner in which they are to be said at meetings. Privately recited, this order need not be followed. All these prayers are to be said daily by the auxiliary members. The sign of the cross specified at the beginning and the end of each section of the prayers has reference to dividing up the prayers. When the prayers are not divided up, the sign of the cross is to be made only at the very beginning and the end. So we do the prayers um, to invoke the Holy Spirit. We then do the the rosary that's led by our spiritual director. We then do the katina. And I am going to pray the katina um, because it's so beautiful. And as a Legion of Mary member, it's it just it, to me it's a call to battle. So, uh, who is she that comes forth as the morning rising, fair as the moon, bright as the sun, terrible in an army set in battle array? My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. He looks on His servant in her lowliness. Henceforth, all ages will call me blessed. The Almighty works marvels for me. Holy His name. His mercy is from age to age on those who fear Him. He puts forth his arm in strength and scatters the proud-hearted. He casts the mighty from their thrones and raises the lowly. He fills the starving with good things, sends the rich away empty. He protects Israel, his servant, remembering his mercy, the mercy promised to our fathers, to Abraham and his sons forever. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Who is she that comes forth as the morning rising, fair as the moon, bright as the sun, terrible as an army set in battle array? O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to you. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, our mediator with the Father, who have been pleased to appoint the most blessed virgin, your mother, to be our mother also and our mediatrix with you, mercifully grant that whoever comes to you seeking your favors may rejoice to receive all of them through her. Amen. We also then say the Legion prayer um, that is getting close to the conclusion. And I am going to go ahead and pray that because the average Joe doesn't get to hear this. And uh, you might be drawn to the Legion of Mary. So it goes like this. Um, In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We fly to your patronage, O Holy Mother of God. Despise not our prayers and our necessities, but ever deliver us from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Mary Immaculate, Mediatrix of all graces, pray for us. St. Michael, St. Gabriel, St. Raphael, pray for us. All you heavenly powers, Mary's legion of angels, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. Saints Peter and Paul, pray for us. Confer, O Lord, on us who serve beneath the standard of Mary, the fullness of faith in you and trust in her to which it is given to conquer the world. Grant us a lively faith animated by charity, which will enable us to perform all our actions from the motive of pure love of you, and ever to see you and serve you in our neighbor, a faith firm and immovable as a rock, through which we shall rest tranquil and steadfast amid the crosses, toils, and disappointments of life, a courageous faith which will inspire us to undertake and carry out without hesitation great things for your glory and for the salvation of souls, a faith which will be our legion's pillar of fire, to lead us forth united, to kindle everywhere the fires of divine love, 
to enlighten those who are in darkness and in the shadow of death, to inflame those who are lukewarm, to bring back life to those who are dead in sin, and which will guide our feet in the way of peace, so that the battle of life over, our legion may reassemble without the loss of anyone, in the kingdom of your love and glory. Amen. May the souls of our departed legionaries and the souls of all faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Mary's faith surpassed by that of all men and all angels. She saw her son in the stable of Bethlehem, and she believed that he was the creator of the world. She saw him fly from Herod, and she never wavered in her faith. And he was king of kings. She saw him born and believed him eternal. She saw him poor and without even the elemental necessities. And nevertheless, she believed him to be the master of the universe. She saw him lying on straw, and her faith told her that he was the all-powerful one. She saw that he spoke not a word. Yet she believed that he was the eternal wisdom itself. She heard him cry, and she believed that he was the joy of paradise. In the end, she saw him dying, exposed to all manner of insult, affixed to a cross, and through the faith of all others was shaken. Yet Mary persevered in her unhesitating belief that he was God. St. Alphonsus Liguori. So this is chapter 23, The Prayers Invariable. The prayers of the Legion are to be regarded as invariable. Even in the invocations, no alteration or addition is to be made, either in respect of national, local, or particular saints, or whether such alteration or addition would be a debatable matter. This is a demand for sacrifice, but the demand only follows on a sacrifice which is one of the greatest of all its kind, as will readily be conceded by those who know the land from which these constitutions have come, and who understand the unique place in the affections held by its national apostle. It is true that the toleration of such invocations would not itself be a large departure from common usage, yet therein is contained the germ of a divergence in system, and the legion dreads even that germ. Again, the soul of the legion is shown forth in its prayer, and it is fitting that the latter, by a uniformity, must exact shall typify, in whatever language they may in time be said, the complete unity of mind, heart, rule, and practice to which the Legion exhorts all who may anywhere serve beneath its standard. As you are children of Christ, so be you children of Rome, St. Patrick. The things I pray for, dear Lord, give me the grace to labor for, St. Thomas More. You're listening to At Your Service, Mary, and if you are intrigued by the prayers of the Legion of Mary, want to acquire the Legionary um, Handbook, you can go to legionofmarystlsonatus.org. That's legionofmarystlsonatus, S-E-N-A-T-U-S. It'll be in the liner notes. Um, Also, you can email me at atyourservicemary at gmail.com. And uh, if you wish to support what we are doing, which is uh, talking to legions, the legends of the Legion of Mary, also, delving into the handbook further, you can support us on Patreon at At Your Service Mary podcast. Um, I have Deacon Frank Olmsted with me, and he's going to delve into with this alocusio of, of prayer. Thank you, Maria. As Maria mentioned, chapters 22 and 23 of the Legion of Mary handbook are devoted to prayer and the particular re- regular prayers of the Legion. The topic of prayer comes up repeatedly in the handbook, as it should, because prayer is the indispensable element of the Legion of Mary. We may have noticed here that the Legion doesn't talk about what prayer is, or even try to define it. It proposes that we simply pray, and that we pray always. 
This is our way of communication with God. This is our manner of listening to God and hopefully hearing what he wants to tell us. In any relationship, there must always be ways of communication. In friendship with God, prayer is that key method of keeping in touch. There are so many good ways to pray. The Psalms, the great prayers of the saints, the liturgy of the hours, the prayers that we just say from the heart, and of course that greatest prayer of all, the Holy Eucharist. Because prayer is not in the empirical realm like most things that we encounter, we may want God to show us in a fairly clear way cause and effect in relationship to prayer. But it doesn't happen that way, and why should we expect that it would? Important relationships that we have with those we love are never based on knowing future outcomes or twists and turns in the relationship. They're not based on knowing everything about the other person. We don't get absolute guarantees about the nature of the relationship, but we enter into the relationship because something has attracted us to it. We have come to have enough trust in the other to do it, and we seek more communication with that person because we see a good in that person and in that relationship. And I think it's similar with God. We always seek a relation he always seeks a relationship with us. As the poet Francis Thompson wrote early in the 20th century, God is the hound of heaven, always pursuing relationship with us, even when we're running the other way or trying to deny him altogether. He's always saying to us, lovely to see you again, my friend. Yes, the Lord is always trying to communicate with us, but communication has to be a two-way action. We both listen, we both speak. When we pray, we listen and we speak. We speak to God maybe by reciting or reading a prayer that expresses what we want or what we need to say to God. Maybe we just pray in our own words directly, perhaps even bluntly. Then we listen, which may mean waiting, maybe waiting a good long while. Maybe we listen for an answer in the words of the very prayers that we've said. Perhaps we listen in the silence of a starlit evening or a morning sunrise. Maybe we listen through the words of others or see in the actions of others. Prayers do not go unanswered. The answers may not always be observed by the one who prayed, but God is never inattentive. <clears throat> Years ago, when I was in graduate school at St. Meinrad School of Theology, one of the monks wrote a musical titled Songs from the Book of Revelation. I had two small parts in the play that placed me in two scenes out of the five scenes of the production. There were about three dozen actors, but no one was in all five scenes. No one saw the entire play. None of the actors saw the whole play during rehearsals or when it was performed. To this day, I do not know specifically what happened in all those scenes that I was not in. I do know the play was written by Father Gavin. I know it had a beginning and an end, and I know that I had to perform my parts in the two scenes I was in if the play was to come out correctly. Even though I never saw the entire play, I still believe that there was an entire complete play, that it fit together as the writer-director intended it to, and that I had a relationship to that director. I think it may be something like that when we have a relationship with God and communicate with him through prayer of any sort. 
We don't see everything when we enter that relationship with God, but we can see enough to know that this is something we should desire. We cannot see the exact shape this relationship may take or how we may be called to live it out, but only by entering into it can we find out. I did not know the outcome of the songs from the book of Revelation, but I communicated with the director who did know the outcome. In the play, which is Salvation History, there is a director, and he does know the outcome. And so the Legion of Mary makes prayer the cornerstone of the life of its members. It's not an add-on or an occasional thing, but it is the lifeblood of its members at meetings, certainly, but in the everyday routine, in the ups and downs, in the joys and sorrows that make up our lives. C.S. Lewis once wrote, I am too often, I believe, praying for others when I should be doing things for them. It's so much easier to pray for a bore than it is to actually go over and see him. Prayer in action is still prayer. Do we not see that so beautifully in the Legion of Mary? We have prayers like the Rosary, the Magnificat, the Our Father, the Legion Prayer, and many others that we pray at meetings and we're encouraged to pray daily. But Legion members are also sent out to be living witnesses to Jesus Christ and to bring others to him by invitation, prayers for them, and spiritual and corporal works of mercy. Let me maybe give you an illustration with this passage from the journals of Father Peter DeSmet, one of the great missionaries of the United States. Father DeSmet wrote, Certainly the life of a missionary has its trials and dangers, yet However great these may be, he guards the serenity of his soul by entering his mind upon God. The desert is immense, and the journeys across it are monotonous. The howling of wolves and the growls of bears and the scream of the wildcat and panther are heard, but only off in the distance, for these wild beasts flee at the sight of man. God in his providence has provided admirably for the needs of those who inhabit the wilderness. The storm keeps one awake, and the enemy lying in wait teaches more confidence in God. It teaches one to pray well and to keep his account with God in good order. But an abiding and grateful joy succeeds these disquieting moments. And I hope yet to learn what it is to suffer for the bonnie name of Jesus. Here, in all its force, one experiences the truth of those divine words. My yoke is sweet, and my burden is light. Matthew chapter 11, verse 30. There you have it. Prayer in word and action. Communication with God in listening, speaking, and doing. And that is what the Legion is telling us about prayer and our call to be people of prayer in everything we do in every day. Let me conclude with my own reflection on Lenten prayer. Now the world, a good and holy creation, cluttered with every distraction, false God, and pleasure, so attractive we find. Let us walk these lands and stumble, but call us to leave them all behind. Marked with ashes as this journey begins, the fullness of truth in Christ revealed, Thus, in word and will and deed, we may be more like Christ on Easter Day. Amen. Amen. 
So if you enjoyed this, uh, please support our podcast by going to At Your Service Mary on our Patreon. In the meantime, you can always send questions, queries to at Mary at gmail.com. Uh, also, you can reach out to the Legion of Mary stlsonatus.org for more information to start your own Legion of Mary. Um, you have been, uh, we, we appreciate all the support and prayer that we are getting. So thank you so much. Until next time. <laughs>